Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Thursday, October 20th at Keeneland. Tom Leach here along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Late pick four starts in the sixth race with an allowance optional claimer. It's 3x in the allowance level or 100,000 in the claiming level, mile in the 16th, three-year-olds and up. Jim, where did you land here? I thought this one was fairly simple. Only six horses, and I narrowed it down to two. Meister's my top pick for Ian Wilkes and uh, Julian Leperu. Last time out at Churchill, uh, ran a mile. Uh, horses stretched out to mile 16th before with one win at the distance. And one by four and a quarter, which is pretty impressive, and came from a 10 hole. Don't know how hard, how tough the horses were that he beat, but they're eighty thousand dollar optional claimer. He's just stepping up to a hundred thousand. Not much difference there. And set off a twenty two and four uh, quarter and forty six half and closed uh, like a house of fire. So one by four and a quarter. So this horse has never been better with a ninety two buyer backed up with eighty six last time at Churchill the race before. So on a two race win streak, I'm going to pick him to extend that to three. But Major Fed worries me a little bit for Greg Foley and Gaffleyone. The horse uh, has a 94 buyer in his last race here at Keeneland last April. Uh, ran one more time at Churchill, then was off a little bit, and then came back for a tune-up at Churchill for this race uh, back on September 15th. Didn't run great, but didn't run terrible. So uh, if he gets back to where he was in the spring, he'll be tough to beat. But I think Meister's a pretty good win pick here in the opener. Yeah, I think Meister's definitely the one to beat. I am going to try to beat him with the two-horse ethical judgment, making the second start off a layoff, cutting back from a mile and an eighth, so a little shorter here. And this horse has won at Keeneland, has good speed, good draw, so I'm going to try to beat uh, beat, beat Meister with ethical judgment. Um, the only other one that uh, I, I looked at was five-star general. First time in the Grant Forster barn and has steadily improving buyer figures. Don't know about the, the competition upgrade here, if, if uh, he can handle that or not, but I'm going to throw that one in the mix as well. Seventh race is a second-level allowance for Phillies and Mares, three and up on the turf course at about a mile and a 16th. I took Champagne Lady uh, for Suge McGahee. I thought this was a pretty well-matched group among the, the top choices. Uh, this horse had a good number off the layoff, and if she improves, uh, she could be tough and she very well might be better with a little more distance here than the mile last time so i took champagne lady on top but i think justify my love's got a big shot for paulo lobo second off a long layoff had a bit of a wide trip last time and then the grand motion horses have been firing so i think you got to take a look at bipartisanship the 12 not wild about the post draw but i picked the 10 so the 12 is not much worse and the uh horse is dropping down in class uh, significantly from uh what uh, she faced most recently so um i think one of those three probably wins this and i i took champagne lady on top how about you same horses in different order i took uh, bipartisanship on top uh, basically what you said dropping way down in class two back uh she ran within four and three quarters of regal glory and obviously regal glory is at one of the top Phillies and mayors in the country uh, then came back on the Honey Fox in March and didn't run that well. And Graham plays her off since March and brings her back here in a spot that she should be able to handle. Uh, Champagne Lady's got a big shot for Suge coming off that Kentucky Downs race where she ran second uh, to Sugar Fix. Justify My Love for Paulo Lobo, second North America, is obviously a choice. And a horse that you didn't mention, uh, Sister Lou Ann, the two-horse for Sassy Joseph, who uh, has no wins here but uh, did well back in the spring at Keeneland, 
And this horse drops out of a stakes race at Saratoga where she ran th- within three lengths of Dolce's Val and uh, then came back in the uh, Kentucky Downs race and would just draw a line through that. She didn't run that well. But if she moves up to that Lake George, she's got a shot as well. So here go four deep in the pick four in here. Eighth race, really interesting race, I think. Allowance, optional claiming, uh, second level allowance, or 125000 K claiming level for three-year-olds. And they go a mile and an eighth, and you've got some horses that were on the Derby or Triple Crown Trail in the spring. A horse like Actuator won the Grade 3 Indiana Derby. Um, so this is a, a really... Uh, interesting handicapping challenge here. Where did you go? Well, believe it or not, I'm a single here with creative minister for Kenny McPeak. Uh, Kenny likes to win here. His barn has done well here so far during the meet. And this horse uh, finished third in the Preakness to early voting uh, after winning an optional 80000 at Churchill on Derby Day to get to the Preakness. Hasn't run that well. Came back to the Belmont. Uh, didn't threaten there, but only went off at 7-1. to one. And then since then, uh, has tried to find a spot where he can win. And even though I don't like the 12-hole here, it's a mile and an eighth, so there's plenty of space for him to come back. And uh, BJ takes the ride back. The Bourbon Trail at Churchill seems to be a perfect prep for this. Got back to a 97 buyer. And if he steps forward from that, I think he'll be tough to handle it here. I think you got to look at Actuator, the great free winner of the Indiana Derby. Ethereal Road for... Wayne Lucas uh, was on the Derby Trail earlier this year and uh, tried to make it by winning the Lexington and did not. Major General coming out of the same race. It is a nice race, and it's almost like a stakes race. Warrior Johnny for Phil Bauer and Joe Talamo also has a shot coming out of that Bourbon Trail that, that Creative Minister comes out of. But i got to take a stand somewhere, so I'm going to take a stand with Creative Minister for Mr. McPeak. Yeah, I uh, liked, liked that 97 buyer last time for Creative Minister. Kind of looked like he got back to his best form. Um, I just looked to take uh, another horse on top and, and going to go a little deeper here because of the post position mainly, you know, for the 12-hole the for the 5-2 to two price. If, you, if it was getting a bigger price, I uh, might uh, take a stronger stand on him. But I'm going to try to beat him. I've got him picked second. I'm going to try to beat him with the horse that kept Steve Asmussen from winning the Kentucky Derby. That's Ethereal Road. If he doesn't scratch, Rich Strike doesn't run. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Ethereal Road uh, ran okay here in the Lexington, uh, ran well out at Oaklawn. And I went back and watched this horse's last race, and he was wide all the way around, wide around the first turn, down the backside, on the far turn at Churchill, made a real bold move on the turn, and then kind of flattened out. So I'm thinking maybe the cutback in distance from a mile and three-sixteenths to a mile and an eighth might help this horse, who's had some nice works since that last effort. So... Uh, eight to one on the morning line. I'm going to try that horse over Creative Minister. Actuator I'm going to use. And I'm also going to throw in Warrior Johnny. Had that 99 buyer two starts back. Much tougher company here than he faced that day. But if he could run to that level, he'd be a player in here. So I'm going to go four deep on the pick four. Ninth race is two-year-old Phillies. Maidens going a mile and a 16th. couple of Todd Pletcher trainees here that I like. Took Pierre Pauline on top. Horse was fourth going seven furlongs at Saratoga in her debut, and she was bet down to favoritism that day, and pedigree's there to love two turns. The nine horse, Grand Entrance, is another Pletcher horse that uh, got a slow start and was wide in uh, the last time out. Uh, Comparative for Brad Cox showed some speed in the debut, so that could be helpful here. And then I'm going to throw in one more, a price horse, Huntley, 
for the Norm Cassie barn. He has uh, really good numbers with uh, second-time starters. A horse I thought had a solid debut, debuted at a mile, which is a challenging debut distance, and beat half the field. And uh, when it was clear he wasn't going to win, he didn't throw in the towel. He kept fighting through the stretch. So I can see uh, see those horses uh, frequently you know, improve with, with that second outing. So I'm going to throw that one in as well and go four deep on the pick four. Who do you like in race nine? Well, you're going to prove my theory here because I couldn't separate them. I thought, like the horses you mentioned, but I also like Wits and Wagers for uh, Vicki Oliver. Uh, showed big improvement, 31 to a 60 buyer, second time out uh, at Churchill. Um, I do like Huntley for Norm Cassie. Uh, Mighty Madison, the six horse, four to one for Talamo and Phil Bauer. Tax, the 11 for Matt Shearer and Gaffleon on the outside. I can make a lot of cases here, so I'm just going to go all here. I don't have a strong opinion. Uh, if I had to pick somebody, it would probably be comparative because Brad Cox uh, moves them up a lot in their second start. He's 30% made in second starters. Um, and two-year-olds, he's 25%. So I would take comparative on top, but I don't have a clue. These two-year-olds can improve overnight, so I'm going to go all. We'll get to pick four, and I guess we're ready for that, right? Yes, so give me your ticket. Very simple ticket, 3-5 with two ten nine twelve with 12, with all for an easy 48 bucks. I ended up uh, not taking a strong stand anywhere. 1-2-3 with 9-10-12 with 7-8-11-12 with 3-5-8-9 for $72. And it's uh, an interesting card. you got some uh, challenging races here and... Um, perhaps a vulnerable favorite or two along the way. So uh, we'll see. And uh, you make a good point about that last race. There are more horses than the ones I mentioned that are worth a look here when you're talking about maidens, horses that either haven't started or have one under their belt that can improve quickly. And these are usually, you know, trainers, owners pointing to these races at Keeneland with some of their best uh, stock. So uh, I always enjoy watching the maiden racers for keys to the future. And you'll have that in that ninth race. Best of luck on your Thursday late pick four tickets or whatever else you're playing. Make sure you've got some funds in your Keeneland Select account for the rest of the week. And we will be back for the Friday edition of the End the Money podcast from KeenelandSelect.com.